Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host and the future leader of the Republic of Wales, Scofflier. Now, this might be the only podcast in the world where you actually have to reduce the speed instead of increasing it. However, what I want to get over to you is that the past is gone, the future doesn't exist. So if you want to make the most of your life, you've got to make the most of these moments every single day. And this podcast is going to help you live a healthier, more fulfilled life, hopefully giving you some wisdom to take away every single day. So I'm going to shut up now so you can get on with listening to the next episode. Who's been granted another 24 hours to live? Me, you, everybody listening. How good's that then? So you're listening to this now? Got a new day. Unbelievable, guys. A new day every day. Mental. Anyway, today I want to talk about two studies. Two really important studies that may, in fact, change the way you eat or go about your eating behaviors. The first one I want to talk about is a study on um, meal frequency. So, look, we've been told, well, years ago when I first got in the fitness industry was eat small but frequent meals to stalk the metabolism. That's what people thought, you know. The logic was there. You stalk the metabolism when you eat because you, you, the furnace gets turned on, put it that way. Um, and then obviously you do that many times a day, obviously it's good, right? But then, then the other side came out and said, well, if you're doing small meals, the furnace is only going on for a bit. And it's not going on very intensely. But if you do bigger meals, so three meals instead of six, but the calories are the same, you just get a bigger fire three times. But overall, it's the same amount. And they showed this, it was the same amount, okay? So now we're at the point where does meal frequency actually matter at all? Is there really anything in it, okay? In terms of not just fat burn, like hunger, satiety, stuff like that. Let's have a look, shall we? So the first part is um, there's been, there's no studies associating eating frequency and weight change, really. There's not much going on here, okay? Um, There's other studies that looked at um, kind of weight maintenance, weight loss, meal frequency, and there was no effect, okay? So they found no effect on uh, weight loss. The purpose of this study is um, there's a lack of studies comparing the effects of traditional meal consumption pattern, three meals a day versus smaller or more frequent meals, on uh, fat burning and hunger. So this study was to compare the acute effects of consuming three meals a day versus six meals a day in a 24-hour fat oxidation, so fat burning and perceived hunger. So this is kind of like... Does it actually make a difference that day, though? Yeah, I know over t- overall it doesn't. But what about the day, mate? Tell me about the day. What's, what's happening? So here's what happened. They got 15 sexy, healthy adult men and eight sexy, adult, healthy women. Don't know if that was very coherent, but here we go. Um, so if we look at average age, male, 27 years old, female, 30. Average weight for the male, 70 kgs. Average weight for the female, 57 kgs. Average BMI, 21.5 for the men, 20.7 for the females. Average body fat percentage for the men, 15%, and for the women, 26.6%. Okay, so they went through all this stuff, got them them in. They're ready to experiment. So um, subjects were provided with all meals during the four-day trials. So um, study diets consumed during three meals and six meals were matched for energy and macronutrient content. So they had the same... 30% of energy from fat, 55% from carbs, and 15% from protein, okay? And a trained nutritionist designed all the diets. The energy content of the diet was estimated to be to meet free living energy requirements. You know, rested metabolic rate times 1.5 for weight stability. Okay, so 
Meals were packaged and taken with the subject. All food was required to be consumed and no other food was permitted. Subjects were required to return the empty food containers to the study personnel to verify compliance with the diets. Meal times were scheduled at equidistant time points, guys. That is during three meals were served at five hour intervals and during six meals they were provided at 2.5 hour intervals. Three of the meals during six meals were provided at the same time as the meals during the three meals. Okay, okay, okay. So energy distribution of 33% at each meal um, and then 16% for the six meals. Okay, makes sense. Right, so three meals a day versus six meals a day. Same, same calories, same macros, okay? These are the results. So hunger, fullness, and desire to eat ratings were assessed throughout the experiment using visual analog skills and statistical analysis. Are you still with me guys, are you sleeping? Here's the actual important part. So there were no differences in 24 hour energy expenditure and 24 hour fat burning between the three meals and six meal groups, right? There was no huge difference in fullness, but hunger and desire to eat levels were greater during the six meals than the three meal group. So the desire to eat and hunger with more when more meals you eat in per day. So really the conclusion is um, increasing meal frequency from three to six meals a day has no significant effect on fat loss, but may actually increase hunger and your desire to eat. Um, although like this is quite a small study, it's important to look at this, okay? I'm a big advocate for less meals a day, but making them bigger, um, it's, it's less stressful, uh, you get more satiety from the meal, I personally think, and you just get that satisfaction of having a bit more grub to eat at a time versus you know having some slithers of slithers of chicken breast and a few dabs of, of of grain it's not good to have like small meals and then be like really hungry after they're not feeling satisfied and we you know if you eat fast like me this is even worse so that's the study there let's like so put that in your locker boom okay scott maybe i should try two meals a day maybe three meals a day make them bigger and have them about five hours in between however here's the next study you want to talk about next study was on uh, ultra processed foods okay so ultra processed or minimal processed i'm uh, no, sorry unprocessed or minimally processed foods are whole foods in which the vitamins and nutrients are still intact okay it's like in their natural state or nearly in their natural state an unpro ultra processed food is mainly the substances extracted from the food such as fat starches added sugars fats and that and the proper like you know you will never find these naturally so let's go through some minimally processed foods, which are like apples, potatoes, a carrot, wheat, corn, right? Processed would be like, so if you look at corn, minimally processed would be corn, processed would be canned corn, and then ultra processed would be um, corn crisps, okay? So, and then we got apple is the unprocessed version. Then you got the processed, which would be apple juice, and then the ultra processed would be apple pie. <laughs> Lovely. And you got ultra uh, unprocessed, you got the potato, the juicy, juicy potato. The processed version would be the baked potato, slightly different. And then you got the ultra processed would be chips or crisps. Mm -mm -mm. Then you got carrot, carrot juice, carrot cake, wheat, flour, cookies. You get it, okay? So the purpose of the study was to see if ultra processed foods actually made you eat more food. Okay, versus unprocessed. Now, you, naturally, you know the you know the answers to this. Okay, so let's have a look. So what happened was, they um, purpose. So they 
Wanted to see, and it was in 20 stable aisles, 10 female, 10, 10 female and 10 male as well, which is good. So subjects were admitted to the National Institute of Health Clinical Center uh, in the USA of two weeks on the un- ultra-processed and then two weeks on the unprocessed diet. So meals were designed to be matched for presented calories, energy density, macronutrients, sugar, sodium, and fiber. So the meals were matched, but subjects are not instructed to track their calories and macros. They were instructed to consume as much or as little as desired. So they would track how much they eat. They say, look, guys, these are the meals, mate. Okay, so the meals are all e- equally equal in calorie density, for even ultra-processed or the, re- uh, or the unprocessed. And they just eat what you want. See what happens. So here's what happened. Energy energy intake was greater during the ultra process of the crisps and the pies, of course, diet with increase in carbohydrate and fat, but no increase in protein. This is to be expected. Ultra processed foods typically don't have much more protein in them. And weight changes were highly correlated with energy intake. So with participants gaining two pounds during ultra processed and losing two pounds during unprocessed, okay? So the ultra-processed, a.k.a. crisps, a.k.a. lovely, lovely apple pie, a.k.a. Welsh cakes, a.k.a. cookies, led to increased body weight over time, whilst the unprocessed, the apple, the um, the grapes, the carrot, uh, led to progressive weight loss, okay? This is not a shock to me, okay? This is obviously makes sense, right? So if you were to have a diet only of uh, um, unprocessed foods, you're obviously going to be eating way less calories because it's calorie density. They're going to fill you up for longer. If you're eating a diet just of ultra-processed foods, you're going to eat more food. So what it, what it showed was, despite them being told to eat whatever and the meals are exactly the same macro-wise, the ultra-processed, th- that group ate 500 calories more than the unprocessed group. And they weren't told to eat. So they didn't say, you know, track your intake. They were just like how they would feel, hunger cues and all that. So... If we boil it down, right, and this is why I think some people are going to take this study the wrong way. They're going to go, well, obviously, we should cut out ultra-processed foods now, and we should only eat unprocessed foods. Here's my thing with this. They ate 500 calories more, just in their, kind of in, in their natural state. Intuitively, they ate 500 calories more with a, hun- a diet 100%, let's call it shit, and then the unprocessed, they had 500 calories less. Okay, that was eat what you want type of scenario, okay? If we bring tracking into the fold, do you think with tracking, we can reduce that gap to maybe 250 calories? So whilst you can't eat what you want all the time, you can maybe accept that you might not eat less and you might not be as full with ultra-processed foods. So we could probably make that jump, couldn't we? The next step is, what if you had a mix of both? So this shows 100% one way, 100% the other. What if we had a 50% split? Un- so we had what if we had the unprocessed foods mainly and then we had the ultra processed here and there to make us, you know, our comfort foods, what we like? Do you think that we will be consuming 500 calories more when we are tracking, right? Or even if we didn't track, do you think the gap would be smaller, that 500 calorie gap? I personally think it would. So here's what we're going to, here's what we're learning from this. And here's where we're going to combine the previous study. The previous study says you feel fuller, right? The desire to eat is less if you have less meals versus more meals. So let's go, okay, why don't we have two or three meals a day? And why don't we combine with those meals? We have our unprocessed food as the main part of the meal. But also, if we do really love a cookie, we do really love these, like, our our cereals and stuff like that, why don't we include them in those meals? So not only are we going to be kind of getting that effect of, 
desire to eat and, and stuff going down, but also having our kick for the foods we really do love and we can't really live without. Does that make sense? So overall, this is good for us. This is great news. These studies are really, really good because they're basically saying to us, if you go all out and process, you will eat 500 calories more on average per day without tracking. But what if you, but what you should do is maybe eat a few less meals, but make them bigger and make sure that the split between ultra processed and unprocessed is decent. Ideally guys, 80% unprocessed, 20% processed food. That would be a really, really good split, right? Really good. But sometimes it's not possible. Busy lives, convenience foods, ready meals, stuff like that. Maybe 50%, 50% is fine. Who knows? Like, you know, and we're tracking on top. So we are keeping an eye on things. So if we keep an eye on things and we've got our split, making sure we are building. So you might start today, Scott, I can't eat just potatoes and lean meats and veg and stuff like that. It just, it's boring for me. And that's the reason why I keep yo-yo dieting. I go, fine. Fine, have, have, try and have in each meal something unprocessed, something good, okay? But also include the foods you love as well. Make it a 60-40 split for me, please, to start. And go with that, and you go, wow, this is easy. So I'm having this meal, but I'm also having my treats. I feel like this, I feel like I'm cheating. That's what people say all the time. And when you are tracking on top, so you're aware of your total intake, I think that's a, a winning combination. So don't be scared to eat the... Uh, the unprocessed foods, they're obviously not packed with min minerals and vitamins. I'm not going to say, you know, 100% diet from that. I don't want you to think that's what I'm saying. I'm a realist. I'm a realist when it comes to these things. And I want you to be a realist. I want you to look at yourself and go, do you know what? Am I ever going to be able to cut out ultra-processed foods in this mad world? I am time-strapped. I need, I need, one of my meals every day is going to be a ready meal. I am going to have protein bars. I am going to have this and I am going to have these ultra process options, but I will try and get at least one or two meals, bigger meals with ultra process, uh, unprocessed as the main, as the main, main character of a meal. Um, so I hope this is helpful because I think when people do read the study, they might go off and say, see, this is why you should never have ultra processed foods. They make you eat 500 calories more a day, but they're not looking at the other side of the study, which is like, that's a hundred percent ultra processed foods. Eat what you want as well. Okay, and we know that if you know in that scenario, I would expect the ultra process to have eaten way more personally than just five hundred on average. But there we go. So, guys, your your next move from here: Can you reduce the amount of meals you're having a day? Give it a go. Maybe if you're having four a day, reduce it to three. Maybe if you're having three, you can reduce it to two. Yeah, and if you've been abstaining from your um, favorite sne uh, treats and snacks and you're not liking it. Bring them in and include them in your meal. So after your meal, like a kind of like a dessert type of thing. So at least you're still getting full, you're still getting that um, treat and you're not having it on its own, but it's really not going to fill you up on its own. Because have you ever had, you know, a chocolate bar on its own three hours after a meal? It, you know, it's nice, but you just want more after it. So maybe it's, it's good to combine it and see if you can make those tweaks. Um, and don't stress out if you are on the, if you are more on the, um, ultra process side at the moment we will work slowly towards getting all of our diets to be more um, unprocessed foods of course but don't rush it because if you try and get it too fast it's too much of a change in lifestyle and I personally am going to grow grow build towards it slowly which is means you know I'm gonna have to cook at home more um, when I go eating out I'm gonna have to eat out better places instead of going to these like ultra processed places um, 
and then yeah i'm going to make sure that i always track and overestimate the processed and ultra processed foods that i eat as well if i can't get the macro and calorie information and i think that's what we all should do but guys it's a friday it's a long voice note for you i know it's a bit heavy on the whole nutrition side but i hope you take that in your stride i hope it is helpful um let me know what you think let me know if you're a six mealer a day if you're a four mealer a three mealer one mealer hopefully none of you are a zero mealer aka juice detox aka listen to yesterday's voice note um happy days enjoy your day get your one big thing done make sure you get make sure you clear stuff out now before the weekend make sure you go into the weekend with a clear head nothing worse than going in a saturday but you're still on friday oh i didn't do that get it done then you have hours in the day you've got a time to do if you're working that is we always so much time working to me scrolling social media just get it done you feel better then your weekend is free for you to do go and explore go maybe climb snowden again i don't know um but guys see you next week enjoy yourself and that is it for today's episode so hopefully you took something away from it if you didn't here's what you need to take away stop wasting time on social media stop wasting time gossiping you've only got today to live today's the only day you ever have so if there's anything to take away from this podcast even if you can't understand the word i say even if you didn't resonate with the wisdom i try to deliver this is a reminder of you daily to live one day at a time Give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days. But if you can make the most of today, I'm telling you, you'll have a fulfilled life. So enjoy your day and hopefully I'll see you back tomorrow. Do daily to live one day at a time. Give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days. But if you can make the most of today, I'm telling you, you'll have a fulfilled life. So enjoy your day and hopefully I'll see you back tomorrow.